Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 20th of September. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1844, we remember how Dr. Horace Newton Allen arrived in Chamulpo, Korea, praying for an opportunity to evangelize Korea, where the introduction of Christianity was illegal. A rebellion in Seoul led to the prince a nephew of the king, suffering seven sword thrusts. And refusing to flee with other Westerners, Alan tended the prince, who recovered. Recognising that Western medicine was an outgrowth of Christianity, the grateful king removed restrictions on spreading the faith. And this would start a third wave of the Christianization of the island. Catholicism had been introduced 200 years before by Confucian scholars who had encountered it in China. In 1603, Yi Guangjiong, a Korean diplomat, had returned from Beijing carrying several theological books written by Matteo Ricci, an Italian Jesuit missionary in China. See the podcast of July the 17th. And therefore, Catholicism Korea began as an indigenous lay movement rather than being imposed by foreign missionaries and indigenous lay workers rather than foreign prelates carried Catholicism to many. Since Christianity began as largely a grassroots effort in Korea, it spread more quickly through the population. And after a period of growth of Christianity, mainly through the dissemination of Ritchie's writings, particularly a book called The True Meaning of the Lord of Heaven, this had argued that Confucianism and Christianity were not opposed. In fact, they were remarkably similar in key respects. Popular at a grassroots level, it had, however, provoked academic controversy in Korea, as it had overturned Confucian veneration of elders and tradition. And members of the Silak Practical Learning School believed in a social structure based on merit rather than birth and were attracted to what they saw as the egalitarian values of Catholicism. Richie's books were written in the form of a dialogue originally in Chinese. And also been very popular in China itself, provoking the ire this time of other missionaries that had led to the Chinese rights controversy, where some missionaries had raised the question to whether Ritchie and other Jesuits had gone too far and changed Christian beliefs in order to win converts. As well as Korea, it had also spread to Vietnam, and the catechism for Vietnamese and Korean Christians were written from Ritchie's books. However, in 1758, King Yeong-jo of Joseon outlawed Catholicism as an evil practice. The official line softened 30 years later, and French and Chinese Catholic priests were invited by the Korean Christians. But 100 years later, its popularity led the king to see it as a subversive influence 
And in the Catholic persecution of 1866, 8,000 Catholics across the country were killed, including nine French missionary priests. The gradual opening of Korea to the outside world brought religious toleration for the remaining Catholics and also introduced Protestantism via American missionaries beginning in 1884. The first Protestant missionary to enter Korea was Horace Newton Allen, a Presbyterian missionary who became an American diplomat. And he served in Korea until 1905, by which time he had been joined by many others. Christianity seemed to have had a special appeal to Koreans in the north, and there were early migrations to the northern provinces, creating a society of mixed backgrounds, without an aristocracy or long-standing religious institutions. During Japanese colonial rule from 1910 to 1945, the north became the more industrial region of Korea, and the area was highly receptive to both Catholic and Protestant missionaries, who brought Western knowledge, established hospitals and Western-style medical care, schools, and a window to the wider world. And in a reversal of previous southern dominance, the north produced many influential figures in Korean history. However, after 1945, North Korea's Soviet-influenced state policy of atheism caused most Christians to flee to South Korea in pursuit of, wisdom, of religious freedom. Communist North Korea cut itself off from the world, becoming the hermit kingdom. However, in South Korea, the influence on education continued to be decisive, and Christian missionaries started 293 schools, and 40 universities, including three of the top five academic institutions. Christianity was associated with more widespread education and Western modernization, and Catholicism and Protestantism are seen as the religion of the middle class, the youth, the intellectuals and the urbanites, and have been central to South Korea's pursuit of modernity and westernization after the World War II and the liberation of Korea. In the early 21st century, however, the growth of Protestantism has slowed, partly due to scandals involving church leadership, fundamentalism and conflict among various sects. Some analysts also attribute this slowing down to overly zealous missionary work. And by 2010, nearly 30% of the South Korean population was Christian, the government put the number of Protestant churches at 17,000 and Catholic churches at 3,000. And now South Korea provides the world's second largest number of Christian missionaries, surpassed only by the United States. Pope Francis accepted an invitation to visit South Korea in August 2014, and the four-day visit included a mass where he beatified 124 Korean Catholic martyrs. An invitation for North Korea's Catholics to attend was declined due to South Korea's refusal to withdraw from military exercises which it had planned with the United States. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the life of the Reverend Thomas Bayes, now seen by many as the father of statisticians. 
to make our archive easier to access, we start to group our podcasts into themes. So if you go to www.pogp.net, the second group on literature is going up this week from Shakespeare to Dante. And if you'd like to give any feedback, you can email us on pogppod at gmail.com. If you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. And have a lovely day wherever you are. And thanks for listening.